We've all got questions about the Bible and Christianity. Some of us are Christians and want to know how best to live for God and show our love for Him. Some of us are curious about what it means to follow Jesus. And some of us are skeptical of the idea of religion in general. Whatever your background, we invite you into these conversations that strive to take an honest look at what the Bible has to say on a wide variety of subjects. Each week, we will discuss questions that have been sent in from all around the world and try to find truth and practical application in God's Word. If you have any questions or follow-up comments, contact us anytime by emailing info at broadwaycoc.com. I'm Jed Lovejoy, and these are Conversations with Dan. All right, hello, everybody, and welcome to another one of our conversations here with Dan. Uh, as always, we want to say thank you for continuing to watch and share and listen and send in questions and share. All the different ways that you engage with us. Uh, we've been getting lots of comments and stuff lately, so nice to engage that way as well. So this week's question hmm. is, what does it mean to be created in the likeness or the image of God? Okay, this is one where there's been lots of speculation. Uh-huh. And I don't like speculation. Because if, if we can't answer something from Scripture, then that's all it is, is speculation. Okay. Um, in Genesis chapter 1, mm -hmm. and verse 26 and 27, okay. read that for us from the ESV, if you would. Yeah. It says, Then God said, Let us make man in our own image after our likeness, and let them have dominion over the fish of the sea, and over the birds of the heaven, and over the livestock, over all the earth, and over every creeping thing that creeps on the earth. So God created man in his own image. In the image of God, he created him. Male and female, he created them. All right. <clears throat> then if you would, go ahead and read one more verse there. Okay. Verse 28. And God blessed them, and God said to them, Be fruitful and multiply, and fill the earth and subdue it, and have dominion over the fish of the sea, over the birds of the heaven, and over every living thing that moves on the earth. All right. So, in this passage, when God says, Let us make man in our image after our likeness, notice mm -hmm. the very next phrase. He says, And let them rule. Yours says, Let them have dominion, which means let them rule. Mm -hmm. So, man, unlike any of the other things that are created in Genesis 1, is placed as the ruler of creation. If you mm. drop down to uh, verse 28, after it repeats in verse 27 that God yeah. made man in his own image, mm -hmm. God said, be fruitful and multiply and fill the earth and subdue it and rule over the fish of the sea. So, twice there... Yeah. He mentions the fact that man is a ruler <clears throat> over everything else. Now, very much related to this passage is Psalm 8, which almost right. repeats the language of verse 26 and 28. And in Psalm 8, 3 through 7 or 8, uh, the psalmist is asking a question, you know, since... God is so great and the universe is so vast and everything. What mm -hmm. is man yeah. that you are mindful of him or the son of man that you care about him? Yep. Uh, and it says in verse 5, You've made him the little lower than the heavenly beings, crowned him with glory and honor, 
and given him the dominion over the works of your hands, all things right, under right. his feet? So, so the answer in Psalm 8 is <clears throat> that man is lower than the angels, but he has been crowned with glory and honor, and God has placed everything under his feet. And mm. if you keep going there in Psalm 8... Uh, all the sheep and oxen and beasts of the field, whatever passes. Uh, verse 9 says, O Lord, our Lord, how majestic is your name in all the earth. Yeah, but it, let's see. verse 8, he said, let them rule over the fish of the sea and the birds of the air and uh, oh, whatever yeah. else. See? Yeah, that it echoes the Genesis passage. So, so yeah. it's almost the exact language of Genesis 1, 26 and 28. So mm. in three passages, which are very similar, um, the thing that's brought out about man that's unique is that God has made him ruler. So mm. God is the ruler of all all things. Okay. And God has made man the ruler of the physical creation. So biblically, contextually, mm -hmm. especially in Genesis, the meaning of making man like God or making man the image of God is that man is a ruler like God. God is a ruler. It implies that man has capabilities to be responsible for everything else. I was going to say, that's usually a lot of the ways that I hear this passage used, is that we have the self-awareness, we have the knowledge and the wisdom that hasn't been given to other things in the creation. And that's probably true, but the thing the scripture actually says is hmm. that we were made to be rulers. Hmm. And as God is a ruler, therefore we are responsible. See, we're rulers. So the way that man is like God, it's certainly some of these other things are implied. Yeah. But as God is a ruler in his very nature, man was made above these creatures to be a ruler over all of them. So two things. We'll see. We'll go with the first one because it may be less weedy than the other one. Uh so in this, nothing is implied about our physical likeness. Let me call these people back. <laughs> Go ahead. Okay, so nothing is implied about like our physical likeness with God. Like, no. He's got a head and arms and legs, and so no. we for sure know that when we go to heaven... God's going to walk towards us and we're going to be like, oh, that looks like us. No, no. It has nothing to do with physical image. In fact, um, God is a spirit, John 4, 24. In Luke 24, uh, <clears throat> right before Jesus' ascension, um, Jesus said, feel me that I'm flesh and blood. A spirit does not have flesh and blood like mm. I do. So there's nothing about the physical yeah. in this idea. So nothing here is is kind of informing how we should view what God is or looks like other than this authority sort of relationship that he has over all and we are given over the things in this yeah. creation. God rules over his creation and he has trusted us. He has placed the rule over his physical creation in our hands, which implies that we have characteristics that enable us to decide and make decisions mm. and take care of things and yeah. rule like God does. Now, the the more weedy one in the Psalms it says he's made us a little lower than the angels. Yeah. Does that mean that like we are greater than the angels in some respect because we're like God or see you're you're getting in the weeds, but <laughs> I told you. <laughs> yeah, we 
he quotes this in Hebrews chapter 2 that we've been made for a little while lower than the angels. Christ, when he was incarnate, mm-hmm. was made lower than the angels. Yeah. But even though we're lower than the angels as far as our status as human beings, God has placed us, not the angels, as the rulers of his physical creation. Mm-hmm. And uh, again, we can we can try to extrapolate from what the Bible says. But right. But the very succinct answer to the person's question is, yeah, we've been made rulers. We've been placed in charge. And so we must be, have the ability to be in charge and make decisions. And being in charge and making decisions implies that we're also responsible for our, those decisions. Yeah. I'd only bring that up because another thing that people will often bring out of this, this idea that we are created in God's image is that therefore we are gods ourselves? Oh, no. We have power ourselves, no. and so there's always that little bit of see. It says we're like God. So, well, and another misunderstanding here in this in this particular discussion is in Genesis two seven, mm-hmm. where it said the Lord God formed the man from the dust of the ground, yep. and man became a living what in your uh, ESV says a living creature. Yeah, the King James said a living soul. <clears throat> and so the the word soul there in the King James translation mm-hmm. caused some people to think that because man has a soul, he is different. Ah. But, but they misunderstood that word because that word is nephesh. And it's used throughout the Genesis 1 creation for all these like in Genesis chapter 1, verse 21, God created the great sea creatures. That word for creature yep. is nephesh. Same, same one. Same word as what man is. Hmm. And uh, <clears throat> there is uh, there's several of these, uh, like Genesis 1, 24, let the land produce living creatures. That's nephesh, just like the word for man. I'm going to go for another weed then. All right, I know what you're going to do. Is it saying that man is like the animals? Uh, Somewhat. And then They're I, living, breathing things is yes. what it means. I remember very distinctly in my Bible class as a small child, the teacher sitting there and someone going, but teacher so-and-so, what about puppy? Is he going to come to heaven? And he said, and he looked at him and he went, when Rover's dead, Rover's dead all over because unlike man, man has a soul and the dog does not have a soul. Yeah, well, this... <laughs> The word (laughs) ruach, or spirit, in Uh the Old Testament is a little different than soul. The word soul means a living, breathing thing. Hmm. The rest of the Bible teaches that man has an immortal spirit and focuses on this immortal spirit, but... That's not necessarily that's coming from... That's not the from, word that's from Genesis. And, okay. it, and it's not coming from our passage. Yeah. And that's where I remember him coming back to here and... Yes. Yeah. Yes. Okay. So you get that sort of sense from other spaces, but not from this created in God's image. Yeah. This passage, along with Psalm 8, just straightforwardly says, if you read the Genesis passage... Mm-hmm. Unlike all the other creatures, God has made man a ruler in God's image because God is a ruler. So yeah. we can do all kinds of things with that and imply all kinds of things, but that's yeah. what the Scripture says okay. it means to be made in God's okay. image. Cool. And I'm sure there are probably some other questions out there, but maybe that took a few of those paths that other people would take. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. know. I 
I would imagine that many people didn't expect that answer. Probably not. <laughs> I've learned to just see what happens in these conversations. There, there we go. All right, so thanks again for sending that question. And if you have follow-ups to this one or any of the other ones that we've had in the past or a brand new question, send them our way. We'd love to discuss them. Y'all have a good week. See ya. Thanks again for listening to these weekly conversations between myself and Dr. Dan Owen. Conversations with Dan is an outreach and teaching ministry of the Broadway Church of Christ in Paducah, Kentucky. You can find us online through most of the major social media sites or through our website, broadwaycoc.com.